0: We're here with Coco Roy of Electric Street Queens and director, writer, editor, actor, and "Don't Drink the Devil's Blood" and "Death Has No Season." How's it going, Coco?
1: Hello, I'm doing great. You know, how are you? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I know we. Uh, for people listening, we were just talking, of course, before the podcast. But you know, it's still yeah, like we don't, it's we don't been simply a long time. press play,
2: press record. Yeah. We we chat with Coco, yeah. you know, a little bit.
1: That's why I'm doing great, is, you know, I can ease into this, because we've already been chatting.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Um, I think the last time I saw you was at the, it was a matinee show at the Midway Cafe, and Electric Street Queens were playing, and, like, Moto and... um...
1: Oh, yeah, that was, like, it wasn't the last show we played before the lockdown, but it was, like, really close to it. That was a really fun show. Um, Yeah, it was, like, us moto sewer buddies and a uh, battery march
0: yep and I um think that was everyone. I think loretta played too as well
1: yeah yeah, so, yeah yeah oh god yeah they played too yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a really really fun show the midway matinee shows are some of my favorite um i feel like everyone comes out like ready to have a good time <laughs>
0: Yeah, Yeah. totally. I I, I haven't really been, I've only been to the Midway like a handful of times over the years, and that was my first matinee show, all the ones I've been to before. Oh, really? Yeah, Um, yeah, I know.
1: Lindsay, who's in, she's the drummer in Sewer Buddies, she set it up, and we played a bunch that she set up, like, matinee shows there, and they're always so much fun. Like, she just has, like, I think a knack of, like, getting the right amount, like, the right bands to, like, bring like all different people to like party like before seven o'clock I don't know
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no total like that's yeah great. It, what
2: time do those shows start
1: um, it like three, right? yeah it's like three or four um oh, that's great and I think that yeah it's like three or four and they end like probably seven or eight um I know it's like in the summer. It's definitely still light out because it's like really, you know, if you ever play a daytime show, like you're inside and then you walk out and the sun like sears your eyeballs and you're like Jesus Christ.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so, um, That's
1: cool. But yeah, there's they're super fun. I once you know shows can happen again. I highly encourage people to play the matinee ones.
0: So. Yeah, absolutely. I I that was that was so awesome too. I I. Like, again, like I said, that was my first show at the Midway, but, um, yeah, I mean, something about daytime shows, I don't know, I really, I, I'm starting to like that more and more. I just like shows being, like, earlier, I think, um, yeah, but, you know, I, I'm also cool with any kind of show at this point, because it's been so long.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, God, yeah. I mean, I feel like with the matinees, like, for me, I have I have some friends that work on really early schedules and then some like late night ones. So, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you go on at midnight or 11, a lot of people don't want to go. But then if you're like, yep. we're going on at 3 p.m., people are like, I'm there. <laughs> so you see, like for me personally, I always see like different people and I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, awesome. totally. I remember a chat show, there was like people with their kids and stuff. And it was that. Was oh my cool.
1: God. Yeah, my friend, she brought, because it was all ages, my friend just had a baby. Um, I mean, it wasn't like a newborn or anything, but it was like little, and she like strapped it to her and put like, you know, the giant headphones on him, and she was having a great time.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the
1: first time I think she'd gone out, so she was like feeling it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: but that's awesome. We played with a kid's band there once.
2: Oh,
0: really? um,
1: It was really weird. <laughs> what was the band um god i can't think of it they like they played like um i think they did some originals and then they would cover like punk songs yeah nice um but they were like 12 probably younger um and i had no idea and like right before the show reba used to be the drummer she must have like googled the band's I was like, do you know we're playing with children? <laughs> I was <laughs> like, oh my god. Um, and so I was like, eh. I was slightly nervous only because some of our lyrics are whatever, like sexual yeah, yeah. and shit. So I was like staring, off. I was like, I can't make eye contact with any children or like look at any kids during this. Um, but <clears throat> during our other songs, like all these little kids were at the stage, so I, like, would jump off the stage and try to scare them. It was (laughs) was fun. Um, But, yeah, you never know at the midway.
0: (laughs) That's true. I remember at that show, too, Moto had the song, like, the Moto has a song called I Hate My Fucking Job, and it was just really funny, like, I I think it was, like, oh, well, you know, like, whatever, even though there's, like, the little kids around, it was just, like, all right, yeah, whatever.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was, like, you know what, if you're Bring me your kid. I'm not changing like the lyrics. Like and it's not like I was like getting naked on stage or anything. But um at the end it was really funny because whatever we were you know, we finished playing and this dad came up to me with his son and he was like, Oh, can my son have your autograph? Which I was like, Okay. And um (laughs) he's like, he also wants to ask you something. He's like, and then the kid didn't say it, the dad did, and the dad was like he wants to know what hot cream's about. And I <laughs> no like way. felt like I was having a, a heart attack. And then the dad was like, I'm just fucking with you. He like doesn't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he totally got me. I was like, "Uh, like coffee? I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what I told Glenn. So I mean, Yeah.
2: <laughs> so what was it's the last show that you played? if that was the second to last before everything happened.
1: Um, the last show we played was the weekend right before, so it must've been like the 7th, I think. It was that Saturday at the Midway. Um, because, I mean, I think for a lot of people, obviously like having stuff shut down was like really surreal. Like we played yeah. that show and then that was my last week of work um yep. but yeah so it was the seventh at the midway and not sorry not the midway but the, the lily pad with uh kremlin bats and a strawberry band oh
3: right. Um,
4: cool all right
2: cool
1: yeah I know. it was I, so much fun it was like
2: the li- lily pad every day it's sad because i live near there i know sad
1: i do too i live down the street from it and so i see it like on a daily basis and I'm just like uh
2: (laughs) yeah Um, yeah hey at least you got that last show in there yeah
1: I know I mean I feel like so lucky to have gotten to play like pretty like pretty close to the end you know um Mm -hmm. and you know it's obviously I'm sure everyone's like reflecting on like the last shows they played or the last time they did this or that but um it was like this really fun show and I felt like we played great and you know I felt like really positive about yeah. it and uh saw a bunch of people I hadn't seen for a while so I was like oh man this is great can't wait to play in a couple of weeks and then it was like dun, dun, dun. no. Yeah so, yeah I know.
0: yeah Yeah. <clears throat> it, you had- uh, Electric Street Queens also had a lot of great shows at uh, at uh, Lilypad over the years. I feel like every time I saw y'all there, it was always like a blast and just like, oh, man, out and everything. Yeah.
1: I love Lilypad. Um, it's definitely like one of my favorite places to play because I don't know. I mean, there's something about it. I think because, I mean, there's no stage, so everyone's just like packed in there. Um, yeah. It's like a great like, size. I feel like every time I've gone there, everyone sounds wonderful. Um, but, yeah, it's it's really fun. We played there once when the AC broke, and it was in the middle of the summer. This was years ago, and um, I don't know if someone complained about the noise, so they had a, like, it's when they started closing the doors when bands played, mm-hmm. and I think it's yeah. one of the hottest I've ever been at a show. I threw up, before we played. Was <laughs> it was so hot. I was like, "Oh god, I'm going to like pass out mid set." Wow. Um but if you go Dang. on our band camp, um we recorded it so it's uh live at the sweaty pad.
0: Oh yeah, okay. I've he- I've, I've heard that before.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was so that's like the one.
1: Oh god, it was like a 1000 degrees in there. Um It was brutal, but it was still fun.
0: Yeah yeah totally um another thing that's really cool about the lily pad that I've, I've noticed too is like i feel like you get a lot of people just walking by who yeah like, oh, what's going on here and then they come in and you know i mean it's like not necessarily like a the crowd that you'd always get at like a lot of like shows per se or like the same yeah. people that you get shows or whatever
1: totally that's what i, I like like that place or um like the news cafe in Pawtucket, I feel like.
0: Oh, yeah,
3: um, awesome.
1: Like there's always like someone just drinking at the bar and then they're like, <laughs> what's going on? And you're like, oh, we're playing a show. And then they become like the most excited person at the show or like the wildest. Yeah. That's awesome, um, yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, I like, I don't know, I like places like that where, you know, obviously like the news House shows and stuff, but it sure. brings in people that might not like see you all the time. And then they're just like, they're just there to have fun. And it, I don't know, it's like adds to the atmosphere for me personally.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We, Johnny and the food masters, we played at the news cafe. And it was like, it was so, it was like surreal because I mean, you've seen masters before and uh, you know, you know, it's usually not. The- oh, yeah. It's mixed response. Usually, not not the most positive, but there were people just like moshing and like like people lifted me up and like I think was crowd surfing at one point and People were like so into it, and they were into all the other bit like monsoer played as well. And people oh nice. But of course, you know people they're awesome, but uh, and people love them. But it was such a great time though, and people were so enthusiastic and and like positive. So yeah, I mean that that venue was amazing
1: yeah it's definitely one of my favorites to play there's this other spot um i never get the name right so i don't even know if i should say it because it will definitely be wrong um but it's in new bedford and we've played with this band high and heavy a bunch and so they usually set up the show and um it's whatever it's this bar and it's kind of like a railroad like railroad apartment type thing and so you play in the front um, in this, like, glass part, so you're, like, on the main street, essentially, like, the front window, um, Hmm. but it's similar to that, where it's just people, it's, like, they're Friday night, so they're going out, and then they're, like, oh, a band's playing, so they just stick around, and people just, like, get wild, um,
2: that sounds great, so it's, like, that same thing, Um, yeah, awesome, we were at almost, like, a year ago, I wonder what place it was, and we, it was a festival there, um, yeah. And there was it it took place at several different like art galleries and venues in New Bedford. It was really cool, but whatever yeah. you're saying sounds really cool
1: it was like it's not again, I always mess it up. It's like the village tavern or like yeah it's something like that um and it's a yeah. from like look god i'm not i'm just going to stop because I'm
0: actually, <laughs> okay. not even I'm like gonna look, i'll look into it yeah, uh, yeah i
1: can i'll find a flyer and I'll send it to you guys
0: okay cool uh yeah we our friend devin put on this festival he plays in the band picnic lunch um they're from new bedford and he put on a festival last year and it was like uh scattered throughout like new bedford of different like each there was a couple of bands that play at each venue um and like one of them was this place called no problemo i don't know if you heard of that
1: oh yeah um, we played there
0: okay cool so this
1: the other place is across the street from no problemo
0: okay
4: okay I th-
0: yeah i'm not sure what that one is but I'm, i'll look it up though but but yeah because the other like glenn was saying the other ones were like it was like a vintage clothing store or something like one was like a skate shop uh, uh, art galleries, but I think that was the only one that was, like, an actual venue, it was no problemo, um,
1: that place is really fun,
0: yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't really have, like, a ton of memories, because that was the last venue of the festival, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, but, um, it was, good. It, it seemed, like, really, really cool, It was like, and they, have, I know, I've been, I've seen it, like, listed, and I have friends that played there for, like, years, so, um, yeah, it, it seems pretty cool, um, I was gonna ask about the, the news cafe. Was did you play with Funeral Cone and Negative One? Is that that is that that show? Or
1: mm, wait, yes, yeah, you okay, did.
0: Damn, I remember seeing There's like a- I didn't make it out to that one, but I remember seeing that bill, and I was just like, "Holy shit, that's such a yeah, that like, fun!"
1: Yeah, that was like not this past winter, but like the winter before, I think. Um, but yeah, it was super fun. I love Funeral Cone. I'm buds with all those, all those guys. So it's always fun getting to play with them. Yeah,
2: like playing
1: outside of Boston. I do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love playing shows in general. Um, yeah. If I could play a show all the time, I would. But I like, I know I like playing outside of Boston too. Just because. I mean, it's it's nice to have like a different crowd, and then just to see how other people react to music differently. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I think it's good to like not play the same places over and over again. Um, and I don't know, I just like it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, totally agreed. I, I noticed the Electric Street Queens, you, I noticed you play in like Salem or like you said like New Bedford or Rhode Island or different places. And I feel like a lot of bands don't do that enough in Boston that they, like you said, play the same places, but like new England in general has so many different uh, like venues and different little like spots and towns that, you know, you don't, even, it's like band doesn't even necessarily have to go that far and you'll be playing to like a different kind of like scene or crowd or.
1: You know? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's important like to play for different people because I don't know. I think you, you learn more as a musician. And then also, it's just like variety. Like, and it's better too for the audience because if you're playing, like, if we only played at the Lilypad constantly, it's like no one wants to come. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, all the shows could be different, but I feel like you got to like move around,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, whether it's in the city or outside of it. Um, and there's great yeah.
3: spots
1: outside of the city too. So.
2: Yeah, yeah. No Feel free to name drop any. We're always we love to learn about stuff, or even if it's the same um, places we've we've heard of, it's great to hear other people, such as yourself, also be like, yeah.
1: I will. I mean, I'm trying to think. Not this. This winter was. We played a lot around here, but I feel like, we went to New York and that was really fun. Oh, nice, um, cool. Yeah, we played in Queens at this place called the Windjammer, and it was so much fun. Um, it was really neat. So it's like Queens and Queens. Um, <laughs> yeah, that
2: was so like Queens, that
1: sounds the, great. <laughs> yeah, it was a blast. We had so much fun. Um, but we played at this other place in Northampton called The Basement. And that was really fun um i've heard of that yeah i mean it's a basement but it was a blast like i'm trying to think of like spots a little further out um my old band played at the flywheel but that was like years ago um that's i think it's east hampton i can't remember yeah Yeah, i
0: believe so
1: but yeah i mean we'll play anywhere (laughs) we just saw like (laughs) performing so it's like, sure, let's just do it like let's go for it
0: um, yeah, totally. um just wanted to go a little bit further back with like you're talking about like venues and ho- and like house shows um when did you start like playing in bands or just to say when did you uh were you are you originally from uh the area as well?
1: Yeah, so I grew up in Plymouth, Mass., um, so not like super far. Um, I guess I started playing in high school um, when I was in junior high. So my uncle had like a bass, he was a metalhead in like the 80s, and he had this old bass and was like, Well, you can have it if you just like fix it up and put strings on it and all that stuff. So he gave that to me when I was like, I don't know, junior high age. And so I would just like play in my room, not well because I was trying to, like, teach myself, um, but I, I really wanted to be in a band, so I was, like, how do I get to be in a band, um, and then, when, like, early high school, like, I played with these, like, dudes a couple times, but it just, like, nothing ever happened, and then my freshman year, I, I don't know if it was, like, my gym class or whatever overlapped, the, like, the next, like, sophomore gym class, but there were these girls that were just, like, I, like, admired from a distance because they were, like, weirdos. Um, they just seemed cool. I don't know. And they came up to me and were, like, hey, can you sing? <laughs> I was, like, yes. Yeah. Even though I, like, definitely could not. And um, they're, like, we're we're starting a band. And, like, we're going to play at the school, like, art show or whatever. do you want to sing in it? And I was, like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and so... That week, I like went to this girl's house and we like started practicing. Um, and then, the school had like this like an art like end of the year like art talent show type thing. Um, and we played, and I was kind of like, I guess like quiet, or I don't know how to describe it. Like not to my friends, but I was unassuming. I don't know. And then we went on stage, and I freaked out, and I like started jumping around and like, whatever moving and grooving yeah and it was really funny (laughs) because then after people were like oh my god I didn't think you would do that or I don't whatever and so then after that I started like playing music with those girls which was mainly just like hanging out um and I took it way too seriously because I was like we gotta be a good band like we gotta practice all the time (laughs) um so yeah I guess it started in high school and then from then on I've always tried to like play music and be in bands and stuff like that
0: it, you came did you go to uh, try and remember because I feel like I've asked you this before but you were in art school in college right
1: I did I went to mass art
0: okay I thought um, so
1: yeah. yeah that's how I met Mel who obviously right, was a street okay. queen and it's how I met Avi who was also a street queen
0: yeah okay
1: awesome. um yeah so it's nice that it, it brought us together
0: yeah and um y- y'all gonna to like shows and stuff like that during that time
1: yeah totally i mean um i i just have always really loved music so it's like trying to see like anything like music movies stuff like that um i can't remember what year it was when i was at MassArt. um some of my friends worked for events work event works and then they would put on shows so um I would just work the door because if I did that then I would see all the shows for free (laughs) that's Um, awesome yeah so I saw like tons and tons of shows like there and then um you know like venues or houses or whatever um but yeah there's like one year straight I feel like it was like every single friday saturday i was just working at mass art (laughs) like getting to see whatever show um which was cool it's very
0: cool yeah from what we've we've talked to like multiple people on the podcast now that have talked about like mass art like back in like the you know maybe like 15 years ago or something or 20 years ago and being like all these you know cool shows and stuff happening around it or like shows in classrooms and stuff like that Heard about, yeah, like, or yeah,
1: Yeah, yeah, Because they were in North 181, which was um, but, so I was in the sim department, just studio for interrelated media, and um, it was like that section of the school, and then they'd have like shows in the gym. Like the gym's not—I don't think the gym's there anymore. Um, I mean the space is there, but it's not like a gym. Right. But um, because I know like fugaz. Wasabi Fav played in the gym.
0: Oh, is that the Posen thing or whatever? Oh, yeah, the Posen Center. Posen Center. Because there was a right show there a few years ago. It was, like, in, like, December 2016. Uh, it was, like, Gorilla Toss and Nice Guys and...
1: Oh, I yeah. That,
0: sweet, sweet I mean, I don't know,
1: but... Yeah. That was probably the Posen Center. The gym, like... Yeah,
0: that's what it was. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I used to play roller derby, and we used to practice in the gym. And, um... definitely got condemned at some point (laughs) and that was like (laughs) in 2005 maybe so there definitely hasn't been shows in the gym for a while yeah um but yeah Mass art had like a ton of stuff i remember in like high school or junior high like shows happening there which it makes sense because like you know a lot of people are like tied into the music scene and or new people and you could just if you went there, like book the space and kind of go from there.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, and so, were you playing in bands during that time as well?
1: I was. Yeah, my um, I was in one band. It was like me and all my roommates were in this band called Your Parents. Um, okay. Cool. <laughs> and I think that was like for a year. It was like the end of my Mass Art career. Um, so. But yeah, it wasn't like, like, we played, like, we didn't play all the time. We didn't play as, like, much as, like, I do with, like, the Street Queens or anything like that. But they're still, like, all my really good friends, which is great. Yeah, that's um, awesome. But yeah, it was definitely, like, an art school band, for sure. Yeah. Like, my best friend would be in full drag playing saxophone, and, like, we'd wear, like, masks and have, like, different get-ups and stuff, so...
0: That's cool, yeah. totally. <laughs> were you and Mel, were you and Mel uh, making music then?
1: No, we were um, We were friends, but we didn't play in a band till after like, um, so at one point, so I moved to New York for a couple of years and I was in a band down there. And so we would play like in Boston and New York, like back and forth a lot. Um, and then that was around the same time as like she was starting playing like pre well Barbazons now known as Barbazons when that was starting um so her and i were talking and i think we came up and we played like a show with them up here um and then when i moved back i was like you know both of us sing in a band like it'd be cool to like do this side project where we both like learn our instruments and sing and do whatever um so that's kind of how the street clean started.
0: Right. Awesome. Uh, what was the name of the band you were playing in when you were in New York?
1: Uh, Gone bad.
0: Okay, I've heard that before.
1: Yeah, we were we were a band for a few years, and then like at, for one year we were like half in New York, half in Boston. So we played pretty frequently up here, even when I lived down there. Um, so. Yeah. yeah, we we played a bunch.
0: Okay, cool. uh Yeah, I remember. So I remember the first time we saw Electric Street Queens, and it was you and Mel. It was at PA's Lounge, and it was it was I remember it was November seventeenth, two thousand twelve. Whoa. Which, yeah, with twenty eight degrees, Taurus, Fat Creek. Oh yeah.
1: yeah, yeah yeah. That was a yeah. fun show.
0: I dug up, uh, yeah, it well, was, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah absolutely. Go. I dug up, yeah, that's crazy. I dug up the uh, like review I wrote of it, and, I, and at the bottom it just said, like, most of this review is written under the influence of Genesee Bushlight and the Cardigans' Love Fool on repeat.
1: <laughs>
3: oh God,
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, just so it brought me back to a good times. So it oh, I wasn't good. college at that time, yeah. It was like uh yeah, we were like that was that was the first time we saw Electric Street Queens and we were really big into fat creeps. We'd seen them like a bunch of times that year. Um, oh
4: nice.
0: Yeah, so that was an awesome show. And uh Yeah, that was you so know, fun.
2: That, yeah,
4: yeah. That what'd you say? What's that? I
2: said what'd you say? No, I said that was so that was so oh, fun. Yeah. I remember vivid I remember the electric Street queen set, your set from that night. And there's YouTube footage of it. So I definitely have seen it from, again.
1: Oh, in- yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, Avi, I think he filmed it. Um, it's definitely, yeah, he definitely did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, I just remember, because we used to wear wigs for, like, a lot of the, our early shows. Um, I mean, obviously, like, spoiler alert, the guys in the band wear wigs now. Um. But originally, Mel and I used to wear wigs, and I feel like I just, I don't know, I think I, like, move around too much or something. Mine would never stay on well, and I don't know if it's on any of those YouTube videos, but I could feel it, like, sliding, and then halfway through, my wig just, like, flies off my head, Um, but also, (laughs) I don't know why we thought it'd be, like, cool. We, like, put, like, not, like, glitter or something like that all over our faces, and mine got all in my eyes. <laughs> I remember just being like, ah, look, I can't
3: see. Wow. Oh. So, oh,
1: yeah, the, the pain that went into the set, <laughs> you know. it's
0: okay. That's That's the dedication that comes into it.
1: Yeah. Um, whatever.
3: <laughs> I think,
2: when was the other show? I think it was around then or maybe not. Chris is very good with dates, so he would be able to tell. Was there a show at
0: church? yeah that was, yeah, that, was awesome. oh, that, <laughs> that was the tape
1: release
2: show yeah oh that was the tape release show of course yes
1: it was us nice guys and headband and i think creatures unless that's i'm making right. that up but nope, i think that's
0: it yeah that, that's it yeah um okay awesome. yeah that
1: show was cool i remember it sounding like like really well and being like "Whoa, i can hear everything uh-oh. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> you can hear my face. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, I feel like every time I'm like, that was a fun one, but I feel like 99 times out of 100, I'm like, that was a great show. Sure. So there's, like, a few that I'm like, eh, whatever. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so.
0: That's a good attitude to have, but, right? you know, and, yeah, like, I'm oh, sorry,
1: Oh, no, I just, I really love, I really do, like, really genuinely, like, love performing and playing, um, so I feel like it's pretty rare. It's, like, I can think of one time on stage where I was, like, fuck this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, because lo- it, that, and that comes through, and I, I, like I love that, though, because there are a lot of people that just look like, I don't know if they are miserable or not, but they look like they're miserable when they're playing, or it's just, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. As as someone I never got watching that Yeah, I never I don't get it either. I really don't, I rem- you
1: know. I remember we were playing this is with Gone Bad, we're playing whatever, at the space in New York and um I don't even remember the venue, but at the time I was like, This is awesome, like this is cool, we're playing here. And the mm-hmm. band that played before us, it was like I was like, Are you guys fucking taking a nap? Like what is going oh, on? Yeah. Like so disinterested and i was like come on man like like we're out here we're like ready to go like aren't you like happy that you're playing music i don't know so but that's yeah. just me like
0: <laughs> like yeah I no no i i, I agree a hundred percent i like I I really don't get it at all. Like, I I, I honestly don't like the it's I always feel like when I see like bands like that, and sometimes it's like music I like, and then sometimes it's not. But like, I kind of look at it this way. It's like, well, it's like, what's making me like, why am I seeing you play? You know, I mean, I could just if I could just be watching like a video at home and like, yeah, kind of performance that you do. It's, you know, I mean, that's the, like, actual, like, thing that you're going to experience, you know, you're, you're like, oh, running around the room and everything, and you're engaging with the audience, and it's, like, that's something that, you know, like a video, you can just pause it or whatever, or it's just a, something that's, like, you know, static or whatever, but it's, like, that's what that's what makes, like, performances cool, and it's, like, I don't know. I just don't get the like the you know, the guy. It looks like it's like he's like yawning in the middle of like.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's like you're so disinterested in your own set. Then how am I supposed to enjoy it if like you yeah, don't exactly. even like enjoy it?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, totally.
1: Yeah. I just I don't know. That's never like made sense to me. But at the same <laughs> time, it's like if we're playing a show, and especially if it's like obviously like if people like aren't if it's not crowded, if people aren't paying attention. I, like, make it a mission to make them pay attention, and I'm, like, forward or whatever. Um, I feel like I always, like, beeline it for them.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're there.
1: Yeah, they're there, You know when it's so small, like, I remember we played this, this is with Gone Bad, um, we played at this place in Worcester called The Raven, and it was a cool spot, and it was some, like, I don't know, it was, like, some weird two-day punk festival or something. I can't really remember. But um, it just was like, it was during the day, but it wasn't cool. And um, we got there, and immediately the guy thought I was the merch girl and was like, you can set up merch. Um, we were about to play, and the bartender wouldn't give me a glass of water because he said it was only for the performers <laughs> and the people mm. and fans. <laughs> and I was like, but if you watch me take that glass of water and walk to the stage, you will soon see that I am performing so I was like, whatever, so it just was, it was whatever, and it wasn't a ton of people there yet, because I think we were, like, we must have been earlier in the day, but anyways, there's all these guys sitting with their back to us playing kino, and I, like, wouldn't Uh leave them alone, because it was, like, driving me nuts, they just, like, wouldn't even, like, acknowledge we were (laughs) playing, and so it was, like, the kino screens, but in between, they had, like, this live feed of, um, what's it called? like a security camera that was the parking lot. Um, so after we played, we went out and um, mooned them. So that was it. <laughs> there we
2: go.
1: But mainly I was just was like, ah, just like, um, whatever. Yeah, I just that's... feel like if you're, those days were just like drinking, so whatever. But if you're going out at night and you can't like put down your phone or just like watch a band that you just paid 10 bucks to see in a small room, then why bother going out?
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, hear yeah, oh. it. it's yeah. And, and like you're saying, like, I think that, uh, that was one of the things that, you know, made us really big fans of what trip street Queens, um, you know in all incarnations but i remember the first time seeing it and just being like this you know the way you interacted with the audience and just the personality and you know just in the performance and also in the songs too um and yeah and i like the fact that too that also like you said if if there, it's like the crowds you know whatever just kind of standing around you know necessarily let that interfere with the performance it's like no i'm still gonna it's like okay i'm gonna still do the you know still go wild and dance and move and just everything else um
1: oh yeah i mean you got to. yeah
0: exactly yeah Uh, yeah i don't know what it's weird because it's like you you see so many like bands i mean and there's still other and there's still bands that do that too it's just the thing that i don't know where it's like at some point in time where i don't know where it became where so many bands don't have that sort of attitude um you know I, I don't know you know but um i'm glad though that you uh are out there having fun and and like actually like freaking you know you know, uh, making it a fu- making it a fun time you know
1: thanks i like moving around so that's a win-win
0: yeah oh. absolutely yeah it's, it's and an how can influence play on,
1: rock and roll and Stand Still?
0: Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> or like the, uh, I never really got, I mean, there's a few bands I like that have done this, but I never really got like, even with acoustic shows, I never really got people like sitting down in a chair and then playing. I never really got that. I don't know, but whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Even with acoustic, you know what I mean? Like, okay. each like,
1: their own.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I
1: don't think I've ever sat down and played. I think I've always stood. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely haven't. Like, what am I saying? It's like not like I play zitar. Like, why am I upset? Yeah.
2: The interesting sight.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I probably couldn't reach the end. No.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then, like, we've kind of already talked about it a little bit, but. Uh, anyone that doesn't know it's like uh, on we put out the Electric Street Queens live from your dreams with the Electric Street Queens. It was live from Fenway Park. Um, Yeah. (laughs) um, Exactly. Uh, Yeah. Food Fighters opened and they sucked but obviously whatever. Openers. But um, yeah then we put that out on we were saying before that church show that was September two thousand fourteen. Um, oh wow! Yeah, it's it's been a it's been a bit, and then it's been a minute. Yeah, and the and so uh, and then the sound of the band has has like gone through. You've gone through different sounds where it's um, still stays true to to like that first like album, but it is definitely a, a different sound. And obviously, there's more members too. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. Was there like Sort of uh you know a point where you where you wanted to change it necessarily that um' cause I think before you mentioned like this it was the sound you were you were going for you know, even before that, but then you know, um was there like a point where you just like, okay, now that we have like a full band, this is like the sound we're gonna go with,
1: uh yeah, I think I mean I just I really missed singing and
0: right.
1: like moving like around like that, and so. I was like, I really wanted to sing more. And then um, when Mel left we were, so it was me and Avi. And so we wanted to keep playing music together. So we're like, well, let's just like kind of swap things around and like have like a full band and keep the name and still play some songs. But, um, and then it kind of morphed like into more, obviously there's more instruments it's like a fuller sound. Um, and like I can play bass but I'm a much I can I can sing better if I'm not playing bass. Um like so um yeah, we just kind of were like let's just form a new band sort of with the same name. Um but have the I guess like the short songs and the sense of humor and kind of like hold that as like the glue. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that does.
0: I I was- I like that you kept the name, too.
1: Yeah, we weren't going to. I was like, I don't know. And then Bobby's like, we should just keep it. And I'm really glad we did. Um, So, we've had like, different members and stuff, but I'm like the Danzig of the band now, because I'm I guess, like the longest member. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, now I feel like we play like harder and faster, which is like, like, I like every single incarnation of it, but I like playing like, fast and, like, loud music and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah,
0: totally. Um, um, we were talking before the recording about the, the Runaways, um, their big influence on Street Queens.
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely, like, me and Abby definitely love the Runaways, um, and we did some, we did a handful of Halloween shows as the Motorways, oh, yeah. which I was half, that. Yeah, half half Motorhead, half Runaways. Um,
3: That's right, yeah.
1: Yeah, I just, I love like the attitude of the Runaways. I mean, the music, they were all like incredible musicians. Um, but it's just like fast, like dirty, like rock music. Um, they definitely have like more call and response stuff, which I would like to do more of. Uh, but <laughs> Yeah, I'd say, like, like, I love the Runaways. The Stooges are my favorite band, so I feel like they definitely have a huge influence on me personally. Um, and, like, we recorded queen-sized, um, kind of, like, like it was inspired by, like, the Fun house recording where, like, I was in, in the, um, like a recording booth. I sang, like, we just played over and over and over again. So if you listen, like, the drum mics pick up some of like me singing and like vice versa and stuff like that oh awesome okay cool
0: so. um yeah i remember that uh, i saw the motorways the motorhead runaways oh, yeah. <laughs> how we think we had a uh, zoo in the oh, yeah. In 2016 yeah
1: yeah we did a couple halloween shows there and then we did one at the midway and then we did one at my friend's basement which i think might have been the motorways premiere um and it oh, was wow. super fun um so we had all dressed like half basically like half of our runaway and half of Lenny, and then, <laughs> um do half the set like half and half um mm-hmm. i know i miss it i was thinking of it today i was like man i was like we'd be like practicing our motorway set right now but have, have you next gotten year, together so with the band um virtually yes we haven't practiced um just because there's no way we could be in our practice space and like distance and it's like indoors so i i personally don't feel comfortable doing that um same with some other members so unfortunately we haven't um i have another band that's me and uh matt who's the Bass player in Street Queens. Him and I have a side band called Strega Strega. And um, he plays guitars and sing, and I play bass and sing. And we have like a drum machine. And so we practice on FaceTime. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah. So we've been doing that a bunch. And then um, the Street Queens are figuring out a way where we can, like, whatever. The other Matt, who's a, the drummer, He's a sound engineer so we're figuring out this like program to record remotely Um,
3: interesting
1: yeah so you can't keep us down we're still gonna make this (laughs) oh
0: yeah so well i appreciate that you're being vigilant and uh you know doing the right thing and not going out and everyone yeah you know i don't know yeah um,
1: i'm being I think really really cautious um i have people close to me with severe health issues so it's like i'm not fucking around like yeah i'm being very responsible and i encourage others to do so because that's how we'll all get to you know eventually go out into the world again
0: yeah exactly it's it's i just it's just funny because i i agree 100 percent and uh yeah like i I remember, like, the first couple months of this, I, like, you know, didn't go past my neighborhood or anything, really. I didn't, like, go very far. Um, And I still don't really do that much or anything. And I haven't been indoors except for, like, my house and my brother's place. And that's it. I haven't really gone out very far. And, you know, just because, like you're saying, like, it's just there are people people who, you know – it's like I don't know you know obviously like have compromise you know whatever health issues or the elderly yeah um yeah yeah
1: it's like whatever you do always affects someone else so I think it's like really important to like think about that when you do certain things you know
0: yeah because I keep hearing it's it's just stupid I'll hear people say stuff of like well it's like you can do this this and every example they give is something that it's just like a personal choice and i'm like yeah that's not the same as this <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah you know what i mean like you can spread it you know what i mean this is like a virus that's that spreads it's like i don't know yeah it just gets frustrating cause it's like you, and like uh you know i don't know i like i'll because i i live in the in the suburbs and like so i'll go to play a lot of the stores i i like which i generally don't even like to go into a lot of stores that much. But when I go in, there's the all the places I go to, they don't wear masks or anything. Yeah. They like the employee, like they don't, or people don't, or even like my dad said, like at his store, um, there was like a fight at his at his, at his convenience store. Where there was a fight, and there was people arguing over like masks and stuff, and and like one person was like wear a mask, the other person was got to a fight, and then like they're they're like oh yeah no don't tell the customers that they what to do and it's just like uh it's like it's like that's the law you know what yeah I mean? it's like
4: a fucking I, pandemic get over yeah, it I mean,
0: exactly it's just so stupid it's like and i don't mean this way like obviously there's law laws that are bullshit but rather but like the fact that it's just like the even like there's people like arguing over or this it's like why and why are you giving like someone shit to you know like at, at a store like yeah this, you know, I don't know. It's just crazy. It's just, I just get so sick of, like, people just being that ignorant. And...
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm over it. I'm just, like, over the ignorance to all yeah. of it. I had a dude yell at me last week, because I was walking, and he wasn't wearing a mask or whatever, and we're on the sidewalk, so I just, like, walked in the street to, like, walk around yeah. him, and I didn't yeah. say, you know, I didn't call him out. I just was, like, whatever, I'm just gonna, like, ignore this person. Yeah and so he started yelling at me, he was like, you scared, and I was like, okay,
0: (laughs) like, that's ridiculous, like,
1: I'm just, like, I'm just trying to fucking avoid you, man, like, I'm the one that has walked in the street,
0: (laughs) yeah, that's crazy, I've I've experienced, uh, (laughs) it's fucking, it's so weird, like, yeah, same thing, one guy, like, I was wearing a mask, dude walking by, and then he's just like, I forget what, I don't know if he said he was, like, pussy wearing a mask or something or whatever, but he said something yeah. that affected that, too. And also, it's funny, he, like, said it, like, his rep, too, and I'm just, like, geez. So, it's, like, but, like, at the same time, so, he's, like, he wanted me to hear it, but, like, also, like, I'm, like, all right, this is just, like, stupid. Just like,
1: and you're, like, you're just fucking lame. Just stop. Yeah,
0: no. Yeah, it's crazy. But it seems like, though, where if you guys, and. I mean, Glenn, Glenn, you're in Somerville. Are you in Somerville as well or Cambridge? Or?
1: Yeah, I'm in Somerville. I'm right okay. in Inman.
0: Yeah, in Inman Pride. Okay. So.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: well, it seems like, or at least I would hope, it seems like people would be, you know, better or more cautious over there, you know? Mm, um,
1: definitely not.
0: <laughs> uh, I, uh, well, maybe. I, I guess, like, if you come to, like, my town, there, it's like...
1: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Totally.
0: Right. Which is, like, not that far from Sunville, but there's it's mostly, like, people not wearing masks. So it's yeah, like,
1: it's really wild, yeah.
0: like... Yeah, I mean, there are people that do, and, like, I will say, granted, though, it is kind of, like, a little bit of a different thing, because, like, Sunville, there's way more people, like, walking around, whereas, like, around... Yeah. You can, you can kind of go for, like, if I wanted to go for a walk and not wear a mask, I... You know it might be all right because there might not be anyone out at the same time yeah. so it's like really the same thing but but at the same time it's like when there are people out, it's like you should have the mask ready and on you
3: know, I don't know. yeah i know i, I think this morning i f-
2: i walked down the street and i f- i forgot that I, I forgot to wear my mask which is the first time that i've really done that i'm not gonna lie and i i ran back as fast as i could i was so embarrassed I couldn't believe that I walked down the street <laughs> without it. Like I was and I, I think Jam, someone honk just... I think someone honked at me and I was like, Yes, please honk at me. Like this is bad. <laughs> like I ran as fast as I could back to the apartment. It's
0: just like damn, I feel bad. Yeah, I mean yeah. like I would not able to like honk yeah, I just like but I mean you I mean you should be wary of course, but like it, it's like kinda like what you were saying, like before uh you know, that, like, again, like, the the people who really are, are ridiculous, too, are just, like, where they're, like, exactly, you're trying to be safe and, like, get out of the way, and then someone's, like, giving you shit over it. It's just, like, it's just it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, like, I don't have time for this. It's enough, like, yeah. bad stuff, like.
0: Do you have a prediction yeah. on when
2: shows indoors will return? We ask that to everyone, but it's a particularly uh, interesting yeah. question.
1: Um, i have no idea i think about it like a lot a lot
2: because you love performing <laughs> like
1: multiple times a day yeah because i'm just like when, will, like when will this happen um at first i was like oh maybe like like spring as in like spring 2021 and now i'm like uh maybe the fall then i'm like next year i have no idea i feel like i can't even see a month from now which i know sounds like dramatic Um but yeah i don't know i would hope i would hope this time next year we could be playing um shows again and i hope all these venues like can survive um but I know. yeah i have no idea i guess yeah. what about you guys what do you think
0: yeah I mean, it's it's hard to say as even like what we've asked you know so many people um you know i it's yeah i'd like to think maybe like uh summer next summer um but it all depends really you know it depends i i just don't want what's it sucks because it's like obviously i want um venues to survive and shows to come back but i also don't want people to do it before it's you know like yeah do it too soon you know and, and be too risky or whatever um but i I think next summer, depending on like what happens with like a vaccine or whatever other stuff they might come up with or something, but um, that's my hope anyway.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm crossing my fingers. If there's, don't you think
2: like, especially in Somerville and Cambridge too, if fingers crossed, things do seem like they're looking better by say the summer. Do I don't you, do you, are you a fan of outdoor shows? I, I feel oh, yeah. yeah, I feel like, yeah I don't know what it would take, but, you know, obviously we book shows, so we could definitely start, like, looking into it, like, just kind of making, carving out some spaces that you wouldn't normally see shows at, have shows, especially yeah, like outdoors.
0: Yeah. Office building. One, I well, I mean, obviously. <laughs> would you say? Not anymore, but I was, was going to say, as like uh, we talked about before, we should just take over office buildings. I mean, obviously, it doesn't really work out if it's uh, indoors. Yeah, not yes, yet. Someday, I mean, like, though. I mean, eventually, though.
1: I bet I'm you saying. could get like noise permits or like par like permits for like a park for like, an afternoon or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I feel like if if we still can't be indoors for something like that next summer, I feel like that's going to have to be an alternative. Um, like, I don't know. I feel like what, what are you going to do, you know? Um, yeah. I think it's weird because like, obviously you think of those places in like, like the West Coast or the South, or like places that are warm all the time.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: But why not? Like let's get an outdoor venue. I played that's outdoors true. like once and it was really fun. It was really hot, but it was really fun.
0: That's awesome. Um, Actually, it's, wow, I hadn't thought of that. I don't know why I hadn't thought of that. It's, like, some of the places with, with like, a warmer um, climate and, like, just, yeah, where it's warmer, like, year-round, that they could even, if things get better or whatever happens, if if it's safe to do so, to have something outdoors, because I keep thinking of, yeah, like, okay, well, that wouldn't happen, you know, in the early, still the spring, but I keep but then I, I forget. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm thinking of, like, around here where it's cold forever. Exactly. Um, that's a good point, because they could potentially, like, if it is safe to do so, like, you know, fingers crossed, like, that may be a, I don't know, like, a sort of a model or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, like I used to live in Austin, and I saw a bunch of outdoor shows there. Um, it was cool. I mean, but it was definitely, like, warmer, obviously, but I feel like now's the time to adapt and create new spaces and have solutions to this stuff because it's obviously not going anywhere. Um,
4: yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, so, that, that gives some yeah. hope.
1: I hope so. <laughs>
2: I hope so. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure out. We'll invest in a small corner. Yeah. Small parking lot will turn it into a makeshift makeshift little spot oh well,
0: man yeah i keep yeah i keep think, saying or to glenn but i think kind of like what we were talking about earlier i think people should also just look beyond boston and like and in like the new, new england like not even that far like like salem or even maybe if shows could pop up even in like revere or something or whatever oh yeah where it's like just to like even just because I just mean as far as like more opportunities for places, you know what I mean, or I don't know you know just in case if like if stuff is closing down or whatever or just just I don't know you know just the chance for other venues or something um, I don't know just no, potential
1: there's always there's always places to play outside yeah. of here um, when gone bad was on tour we did like a big u.s tour um and we played at like house shows and bars and then like legitimate music venues like we did like a pretty big variety of different spaces but any of the shows we played in like a smaller city or town were always so much fun because you know there wasn't a ton going on so everyone would come to like oh there's a show tonight and like come out um it was a really cool experience and it made me be like oh yeah just playing spaces you don't think of right off the bat are usually a lot of fun
0: yeah totally i mean that's what's great about house shows and like underground uh stuff in general it's it's you know essentially you kind of people just sort of make It, like like going like a makeshift venue in a way, it just you know, it's not yeah, it's not an actual venue, right? So, but you make it happen. I think that also gives me hope too. That's like you know, very least like non-venues can you can can still be place, can still be venues for for shows. Um, so there's always that at the very least. But I think we need we need to have hopefully more than that, and hopefully places can survive somehow. Um, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. So on a on a brighter on a brighter topic, um, uh-huh. since this is like yeah, uh, since this this is um, you know, Halloween season and everything. Which I, I immediately thought of as uh, you as a guest to talk about like Halloween. <laughs> <whatever the> <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> well,
1: thank um, you.
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, just with the. The street queens, all the graphics and stuff done over the years with like the all the different like witches and ghouls and. I do and love uh, a good witch. Yeah, um, and of course, uh, don't drink the devil's blood and.
4: Oh
0: yeah. Death, like, no season, two of your movies. Um, yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit more or a little bit about about that, like the the super sure. eights and yeah. Um, so I when did you get into filmmaking?
1: Um, well, I've wanted to make movies since I was little. Um, so it was basically like film and music were like the two things I've always been obsessed with since like being a kid. And then um I would make pretty bad like movies with it was like me, my best friend Brooks and her sister Kate, like her sister had like a a camcorder, so we would like make stuff together. Um, and then when I got to Mass Art is like when I could really start focusing on um making films and stuff. So I was like 18, I guess, eighteen, nineteen. Um so yeah, I studied like film and video and like um all that stuff there, and then I just kept doing it. Um and now I make my own movies. Well I did like at school too, but like I continue to like, still make short films, and now I work in the film industry. So hey, here you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. And we, you always into like horror movies?
1: Yeah, I, I've like always kind of been into that stuff since I was a kid. Like scary things, or um, yeah, I love horror films. I love like sixties and seventies like horror movies a lot. Um, and then when I first started Mass Art, I got introduced to, like, Kenneth Anger and his films, which, like, had, like, a huge influence of just, like, independent filmmaking. Um, So I think that combined with, like, the love of these old horror films and kind of the aesthetic, like, really fueled, like, wanting to make them and just, like, the look of film, obviously, like, those were shot on film, so, like, trying to not recreate, but, like, tell my own stories but like through that lens.
0: Yeah, totally. Um Yeah, can you drop us some recommendations for some like good uh 60s or 70s or whatever like horror movies?
1: Um The Devil Rides Out. Okay. that's awesome. Um that one's really good. The Wicker Man is one of my oh, favorites. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I'm Wicker actually going to watch
0: that. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. You got
0: to. Uh, I mean, I've seen it before. I mean, like, I'm just gonna watch it. It's like, I, I uh, I'm i like, I love uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I, it's weird. It's like, that's like, i am asked for recommendations just because it's like uh, I, I only know so many of those kind of movies, and I want to get into it more, And but that's one of them that I I love, and I'm gonna watch again um, in like a day or two or something. Really?
1: The H.G. Lewis, like, movies, like, Wizard of Gore is cool. Or um, She Devils on Wheels is a really fun one. Um, That's just, like, yeah, they're, like, you know, they're, like, the gore is, like, red paint. Like, they're awesome. Um, Yeah. I just, I've been on, like, an able for a kick, so I just watched uh, Ms. 45, which that's, like, I think 1980 or 81. Um, That's a really good one. And uh, Driller Killer. You guys should watch that one, Um
4: it's Driller like Driller
1: Killer, like ni- I think, yeah, I think it's nineteen eighty. Uh, Abel Ferrara film. He plays the main character, and um, it like made it's a it's a really fun movie. Um, it made me really sad after though because it's you know obviously it's like independent film. And it's like all over New York in that time so it's probably like filmed in the late 70s and then i think they're at max's kansas city for a lot of it but it's like a band practicing this whole time making this artist kind of lose his mind um (laughs) and so it's a lot of like live footage and they're out at the club and i was like god i miss like flying shows um but yeah i feel like you guys would like that one um
4: yeah it sounds good. i think
1: um god my brain is like what's happening now that i'm finally asked to like what movies to watch
2: how can people um, view your films
1: um well you can go to my website which is dot and you can see my films and then there's a link to vimeo but you can watch some of the movies on my website and then the other ones you just have to I have, like, a new one I'm sending to festivals right now. So hopefully it will be screening somewhere. Awesome. <laughs> I don't know where, but we'll
0: see. Um,
1: yeah, cross your fingers for me.
0: Yeah, I think you definitely captured the, in your movies, you definitely captured that 70s look. Um, oh, good. Yeah, it reminded me of, like, Texas, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, or, like, the look of it, and, like, Last House on the Left. Um, oh man. Original, Those yeah. are
1: Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, I saw that when I was like uh, 15 or something. Me and my best yeah. friend found a copy of it and it was on this really beat up VHS. So it had like the fuzz and you know, it's obviously shot on film. So it looks older to us now. And, um, between that and the fuzz, it looked like a shitty home movie. <laughs> and I remember yeah. we were like, oh! like watching it but I love I love that movie it's, it's so good that's like one of the ones I watched yeah. closer to Halloween um, I think I watched it on Halloween last year actually
3: nice
0: yeah, yeah I watched it uh, a few weeks ago it's kind of like um, I it's sort of like think of it also as like a summer movie like slash yeah. Halloween movie so I, I tend to watch it around like September and that's actually yeah. usually kicked off my like horror movie uh, it's pretty sweaty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I I um yeah, that one in particular it's similar with like last house on the left. They just had that really like grimy uh sweaty sort of 70s vibe and like it does look like you're like like the home video or like whatever like like what the fuck am I watching? Um yeah, especially last house on the left. That's I don't know. I, I love that movie, but it's 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 so weird, you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> well that's like <laughs> the fun thing about like shooting this film, like it's definitely like I mean, for me it's an aesthetic choice because then obviously that was like the option. Um but I don't know. I try to like make stuff where you're like, When is it from? Um, but you probably know it's yeah. like not from the seventies. I don't know.
0: You never know. Yeah, I feel like if, I feel like if you didn't necessarily like, know ahead of time, you might, someone seeing it might think it, it's really from, like, 1973 or whatever.
1: Nice. Maybe I'll try to screen it and be like, I found this. I, but I guess I couldn't see my face because I'm in it, so I'll have to have someone else do
2: it.
0: <laughs> Where, yeah. 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 Um, well, I... Is it with like the aesthetic for you? It's like a draw. Um is there like something that you feel like with a lot of those movies there's like a special quality that's lacking in more contemporary cinema or, or horror cinema even specifically?
1: Um, I think it's just different. Like a lot of those movies, I mean, some of it depends like which one you're thinking of, but some of them the sets are just like They're almost like theater sets, like they're beautiful and like, um, I love like in like the Hammer films when there's like a bat and it's like a straight up fucking bat on like a piece of string. Like I love (laughs) stuff like that where I'm like, whatever, um, suspend your disbelief, but um, I don't know. I think like some of them with like simpler plots, like I've noticed like a lot of older movies when I watch it's like well why did that person show up it's like never explained but you question it
4: yes um
1: <laughs> which I really like like in a movie where you're like this person just did this thing with no explanation but you just accept it um so oh for me God. when I watch sorry, sorry
0: go go on. On? no 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 uh go on uh, I was gonna say something but I want to hear what you had it say first and then
1: um yeah yeah. i guess like for me when i watch like i can't think of like a concrete thing right now but like when i watch these older movies not all of them but like like horror ones the plots are like kind of simpler or you just accept these circumstances of like well didn't you know they're descended to like this witch or like this person's just doing this thing now that doesn't make any sense but it's fine you just like roll with it and I really like that element um, to those like movies and I'm sure there's ones with it now, but I feel like now it's like, you gotta explain stuff more. I don't know. That's just my hot take.
0: Yeah, well, so this is what, that's why I said, oh my God. So Glenn and I were literally today talking about this in general, not necessarily with horror movies, um, but it kind of did spark it for me because thinking about horror movies, but I, I, I mean this more in general. I was saying I really like either like no plot or a really simple plot or like I don't know there's something about a lot of and it is true to me with a lot of contemporary movies especially like action movies I just get bored really easily by them and, and it's weird it has I feel like what a lot of people especially people I know who are into more mainstream stuff they have the opposite effect They they get really bored by the older stuff but they like they're like engaged with I don't know. It's like all these different special effects and stuff. And I really can't watch too many like modern movies because I just get, I like stop paying attention. Like I just get lost. And I think what you were saying with the things make making sense or not making sense. I agree that I think there's, there's way too much like exposition, way too much explana- explanation of things. Um, and I feel like there's just a lot of filler, you know what I mean? Like, the stuff they could have just cut out in a lot of movies that have come out today. Or modern. More like Yeah, modern.
1: I mean, it all depends. Like, obviously there's, like, some really wonderful movies that are coming out right now. And like oh, yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah whatever. Um, but I feel like the older ones do have that thing where, like, you're just kind of like, I'm at the movies. I'm rolling with it. Like, apparently this dude's a wizard now. Like, cool. We're like yeah. doing whatever the hell is like happening. Um but yeah. Um I don't know. I I do like I like that aspect to like filmmaking that I've seen in a lot of older movies.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it's like I mean it's sort of a little bit like a apples and oranges comparison, but I do think of it even like with like say a lot of the music, you know, the we all enjoy it. it, it's sort of a similar thing, I feel like, where, um, there's, like, aesthetic choices, it and, like, maybe even some things are, like, grimier or weirder, yeah, or don't really make sense, but, but, again, but it's, like, it just seems so much better than a lot of other stuff that's, like, way, way more produced, and probably does make more, like, sense to people, or whatever, um, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally,
1: like, I think of that, it's like with music and like movies, kind of like, <clears throat> excuse me, like you said, like you could have, like for me, if I watch a movie or I listen to a band and I feel like the story or the, the writing, like the songs or whatever um, are really great, then I don't care that it's not like slick production or special effects or this Mm -hmm. or that and same thing with like a recording like if i go see this band say live and they're like yeah maybe they're not the best musicians but they're like putting on a show i'll be way more excited than if i see a super tight band that's just standing there i'm like well that's not exciting like where's like the heart in it um and i definitely feel that way with like movies too um and that's like what's cool about independent cinema is because you have like a lot of really unique stories. That yeah, maybe they're not mainstream, but the stories are really great.
0: I I know for, at least for me, I I the reason I was asking for like some recommendations is I I do watch a lot of like not a lot, but I definitely around this time of year watch a lot of like horror movies. Um, but a lot of them are kind of like you know the ones you sort of expect like Halloween or you know. Silence of the Lambs or something so I, definitely yeah, I love get-
1: Silence of the Lambs
0: That's yeah, one of my favorites. I mean, yeah same I mean there are all like good movies and everything like or like Nightmare on Elm Street or something but I just want to try to get a little bit like more into other stuff because I've watched a f- like, handful of like other like kind of like trashier or like B movies or uh, just other weird stuff like uh, our friend Glenn so not this Glenn <laughs> other Glenn yeah, there's another Glenn. He has oh, man, two yeah. ends in it. He has, like, this ridiculous, like, absurd film collection. Like, every time I mention some random movie to him, like, he just sh- sends me the photo of, like, him holding, like, the DVD from his collection.
4: Oh, man, um, yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Let me pull up. There was, like, a song I posted the other day. that's was from this movie from the 60s. You might know it. It's, like, a zombie movie. Okay, so it's The Horror of... Party Beach.
1: No, I haven't seen that one.
0: Okay, so it's from '64, I believe. So that's my recommendation to you. I, I haven't. I've only seen like one scene from it, but it looked cool. And um I posted a song on the Food Masters page from it. Um. So yeah, there you the, go. The horror of Party Beach, and it's from 1964.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um. Yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm gonna be watching Wicker Man soon as well. I mean, I've seen, like I said, I've seen it before, but that's also one of my favorites. Um
1: yeah, Wicker Man's good. Um, I think the Beyond, I mean, Suspiria. The sets in Suspiria. Every time, I'm like, God, they're so cool. Like, oh uh, yeah, they're so bright. Serious. Um, yeah. man, what's um? Oh my God, where's my brain bracelet? Um, Black Sabbath is really good, um, so both the band and the movie. Um,
4: yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, they're so. It's like that thing when people ask you, you're like, uh, like you freeze. Um, oh, yeah. Rolling Thunder. That's like. I don't know if that's like I a that. movie though. Um, yeah. That's a really good one. It's more like a revenge movie. Um, okay. The, oh, the little girl that lives down the lane. Um, oh, awesome. that's a really good one
0: it it's very good. like
1: I think it's shot in Maine um, so it's like very fall New England and it's Jodie Foster she's a kid in it um, it's like a slow burn one um, but I really like that one um, what did I just watch? This? oh I watched um, They Call Her One Eye I watched that one the other night Um wow. okay cool so that's more like, it, I guess it's like horror. It's like more like revenge, Um, but it's a cool one. Um, yeah. Do you oh,
4: have you a favorite? In, like, like absolute favorite?
1: Um, no, I feel like the ones I listed, it's like I like all of them differently. I feel like I can never decide what my favorite movie is. I'm like, that's my favorite. No, this is yeah. Um, Oh, well, this isn't horror, but it's like a weird one. Santa Sangre. It's like a really good oh. fall movie. It's uh, <laughs> Alejandro Yodorowsky. Um It's not horror, but it's like, it's dark, it's weird. Um, but I dig all his movies a bunch. Um, but I think you guys, if I was going to tell you to watch one, I think you guys should go watch Driller Killer, mainly because that. of all the live music footage.
4: <laughs> and, oh yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yeah.
1: It's you know, one of the major plot lines is this guy is trying to finish a painting to pay his rent, um, like to like sell it to the dealer. And um, there's a band practicing underneath him and they're like making him go crazy. Um, that's a very loose plot point, but I think you guys would really be into the music um, in it for sure. And, this, and the score is really cool, too.
0: Okay, awesome. I appreciate the recommendation. Have you uh, have you ever thought about making like, like a Electric Street Queens movie like in this style?
3: Um,
1: no. I mean, I shot something. I gotta send the film out. I gotta finish shooting it. But um, I was working on a video for us, and I shot like I shot us on film. Um, but I have to get the film developed. We were supposed to shoot this other thing, and then um, COVID happened, so I couldn't shoot it, so, because I was like, oh, I'm gonna make, like, a music video, but all shot on film, and whatever, but, I mean, if I ever, like, my goal is to make, like, a feature length, like, maybe eventually, the Street Queens will definitely be making a cameo somewhere,
0: it. hell yeah,
1: so, I'll be like, Gaz gaddy, (laughs) yeah,
0: yeah, definitely, um, yeah, that that's one thing I would love to I would love to see is like a, a band, especially like a local band, do like make some sort of like movie or something, or at least even like appear in a movie. But like but like that too, you know that kind of you know like that seventies or like sort of super eight sort of thing.
1: Yeah, I mean I guess technically when I made Don't Drink the Devil's Blood, Mel and I I think we were, it was just her and I and the Street Queens. I can't remember so. It was kind of like weird that it was like we were this band, but then we're also in this movie. Um, Right. I mean, it wasn't weird. It was just like, it made sense, I guess.
0: I don't know. And uh, Um, Dan Wars from Funeral Cohen was in there. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) He's making out. I won't spoil it, but yeah, Dan has a love scene that's very (laughs) sensual. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anyone else from like, um oh, you can't see it, but in Death has no season um my friend renato montenegro he's he's scored um death has no season, and then this other film I just finished and this other one I'm working on he's one of the reapers um but he's his side band or his side band his his band is missionary work, and you guys should totally check them out um they're really okay. awesome. It's him. It's He plays everything, but it's total, like, Jello inspired, like, um, music. And then he plays another band, Strange Passage. Um, and then, I'm trying to think. There's actually a lot of musicians in Death House this Season. Aaron Keiko's is in that band, Con Men. He was a reaper, but he had a mask on.
0: He's um, all local?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Con Men is oh, well. great. Check them out. Um, i could
0: say I haven't heard any of the names. I gotta check that out. Oh yeah,
1: Vernado. Um, I'm very fortunate that one we're friends, which is awesome, and that he likes um, he likes working with me. So we work together, and he scores the films I make because he's super super talented. So I highly encourage you to go check out his music. Um, but, yeah, actually, now that I'm saying that all that, I guess there was a lot of musicians <laughs> in both of those, yeah. which is cool. Um,
4: yeah, totally.
1: But yeah. Who knows, maybe you guys will be in one of them someday, get you in a good, like, crowd scene or a cameo. Fingers like, <laughs> crossed. Yeah, yeah. getting, a, you know, a hatchet through you or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very cool. Wouldn't it be the first time?
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: This is, like, my sixth life. I just uh, keep being reincarnated and (laughs) different. I was a a centaur in a past life. Oh, nice. I don't know. For some reason, like, someone told me that once and it, like, stuck with me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That you were a centaur?
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Interesting. It was a long time ago. Were
1: they, like, watching Fantasia?
0: I had no idea. I was, like, a long time ago, and just I didn't even know what a centaur was, and so and I had to look it up. Was you blocked
1: like, it out of your mind. You're like, this is a <laughs> horrible time in one of my lives mm-hmm. as a centaur. Yeah,
0: yeah. I've added the uh, other part, uh, another part to the story that was also a bartender at the center of the universe. Centaur bartender. Oh,
1: uh, I get
4: it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um <Nice>. thank you. <laughs> um yeah, so uh let me say, well it's uh I hope you have an awesome Halloween. I know it's not gonna be quite the same, obviously, but uh, you know make the most yeah, of it. It, yeah, make the most oh. of it. Um, I'm going to
1: dress up, walk around, look at some decorations. You know.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, so any last things you want to, uh, any like plugs or shout outs, anything else you want to add?
1: Um, Just that I hope everyone is staying safe and healthy and you know, having as much empathy as possible because this is a really fucked up time and now's the time to support each other. Um, so yeah, just be nice. I think that's really important right now is to be kind to people.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, same, yeah, exactly. I, I like that too. Um, and again, yeah, um, thank you.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I can't wait to safely be crowded in the lily pad or any, anywhere. You you name a I'll be playing. <laughs> I'll be in the parking lot in oh, your outdoor
0: venue. We're working on it. <laughs> we will whenever Jareds come back. We'll you'll we'll, yeah we'll be in touch. I mean, sure oh, we'll be in touch probably even before then. But as far as like doing shows, absolutely, and I can't wait for that day to come.
1: Yeah, me too. <laughs> but yeah, thank you very much for having me on here. It was really, it was really nice getting to talk about music and movies with you guys and talk about live shows. That we all miss so much.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for chatting with us. Of course.
1: Of course. course. Have a good night. I'll,
2: well, yeah. yeah you have too. a good
4: night. Stay safe.
1: <laughs> thank you. Yeah. You too. Good night. All
4: right. All right. Peace. Bye.